Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. It's Hunter Lowry here, and I'm here to talk to you about your finances and to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. Well, guys, I did it. I hate talking about it. It's like saying, Lord Voldemort, you just never want to mention this. It's horrible luck, and normally I wouldn't ever talk about it, but it happened. So I feel like I have this short-term window that I'm allowed to bring this up now without being totally cursed. And what I did is I caught my finger in my dally at practice this weekend, my ring finger on my right hand. So remember when you're team roping, one guy ropes the head of the steer and turns left and then the healer comes around and ropes the feet. When everything comes tight and the horses are facing each other, then the time stops. So when you dally, it means wrapping your rope around the saddle horn and then everything comes tight and now you're locked onto the steer. And oh my goodness, I know so many ropers who have just lost their fingers because things get to happening so fast and accidents just happen. And if you get your finger in your dally, well, a lot of times if it's in there real good, it can just pop right off. So we're practicing this weekend and we were helping a buddy of ours break in fresh steers. And these steers, they were fresh, so they hadn't been roped very much at all. They were just wild. They go all over the place. They run like crazy and they're super unpredictable on what they're gonna do. And about halfway through the practice, I'm making a run on, um, I was healing on our paint horse, Mr. Paint, and my header turns the steer, and he's towing the steer across the arena, and right when I throw my rope, the steer darts behind the head horse and goes under my horse's neck, basically. So I caught two feet, but my rope had kind of ended up on the left side of my horse's neck. And normally, if the steer is getting towed straight across the arena, when I throw my rope, the, the rope is on the right side of the horse's neck, so it's easy to get to the saddle horn and everything and to dally. So what I tried to do is I tried to flip my rope up and over the horse's neck from the left side to get it back to the right side, and then dally. I don't know how in the heck it happened. Everything happened so fast. All of a sudden, I just felt my finger get sucked down, and everything got super tight, and I just thought to myself, oh, no, this is not good. And somehow, I'm not even sure how, but thank goodness, the rope popped off the top of my horn and everything got loose again. And it was one of those moments, you know, when I, it was just hurting bad and I was kind of in shock. And I knew it wasn't good, but I didn't quite know how bad yet. And I was just kind of afraid to look at it because I, I didn't really want to know how bad it was. Well, I took my roping glove off my hand and my finger was still attached and I could feel the tip of it. Thank goodness. I'm, I'm really not even sure how close it was to getting pinched all the way down and, I mean, getting seriously hurt, but it dang sure doesn't feel very good. And I forgot how annoying it is to not have full functionality of your dominant hand. 
I don't know, maybe I'm just being a big baby about it, which is very, very likely. <laughs> I hate being hurt or sick, but it's so annoying to shower, to eat, to get dressed. And anytime I bump it into anything, I just want to scream. Yeah, it's just just no fun. But believe it or not, this podcast, it was not meant to be about me and my finger, although you, I'm sure you can tell I love talking about it. <laughs> what I really want to focus on today is it's more of a short-term thing. And if you've been watching the markets over the last couple of days, then you know about the short squeeze, I mean, craze that's going on right now. It's insane to see companies with such unappealing fundamentals to make ungodly gains in a single day. How does that even happen? And is it really an indicator that we're in trouble for the markets over the long run? I'll dive into all that here today, but full disclosure, I'm recording this on Monday, January 25th. You probably won't hear this until at least Wednesday, the 27th. So I will be curious to see what happens to GameStop and some of these other short squeeze plays in between now and then. But first off, what the heck is a short squeeze? Well, if you did not know, there are all sorts of ways you can invest in the market. You don't just have to invest on a stock going up. You can bet on a stock or an index or sector or whatever going up. You can bet on it going down. You can bet it will stay within a price range. You can bet it will go outside of a price range. You can really invest your money however you would like. Now, without getting too deep into all of that stuff, shorting a stock, it just basically means that you're betting that the price is going to go down. So why the heck would shorting a stock or betting it will go down make prices skyrocket on these companies? So in order to understand a little bit of how shorting a stock works, what happens is people take, when they take a short position, they believe that the stock is overvalued and share prices are likely to fall, right? So the investor borrows the stock through a margin account, which they're going to have to buy it back at some point. If the price of the stock drops, the short seller, they've made money because they can cash in on the difference between the price of the stock that was sold on margin and the new lower price that it's trading at. But if the price does go up, the short seller, they're probably going to want to sell to avoid large losses because the losses in this case are unlimited. There's no cap on how high the stock could go and how much you could lose. It's a risky play. So say the price is rising above the original purchase price for a short seller and they want to get out and limit their losses. And then imagine that that investor is not the only one who sold short and wants to limit their losses. Imagine there are tons of people trying to get out in a hurry. Well, they all have to wait their turn, and as they all start to buy back shares at the higher price in a panic as quick as they can, then the stock price gets pushed higher and higher and higher. And there are ways you can try and predict short squeezes, which I'm not an expert in by any means, but you are able to see things such as short interest ratios and, and other metrics. And I'm not here to tell you to go after these plays or not to, but I do want to talk through it with you and look at the bigger picture. So why is this happening right now, and does it represent a market bubble or an alarm? First part of the question, I believe it happens because of modern technology. How many more people now have access to trading, to buying fractional shares, to literally getting a check in the morning, depositing it, investing it all within 20 minutes and never even talking to anyone or leaving their bedroom? Then with this comes more access to information and trends. And we also haven't had as much sport betting going on with COVID. So <laughs> I think a lot of people have turned to the markets in that regard also. But you have investing pages all over the place. There's hot stock picks everywhere. Reddit forums. I mean, you can go all over the place and find someone who says they have the next hot stock that's going to make you millions. And with Reddit right now, it's all about the short squeeze game. Financial advisors, long-term traders, professional money managers, we aren't looking for the get-rich-quick plot. Yeah, of course, I have some hot stock ideas that I actually just put all my clients into a new satellite position. It's called Workhorse Group. They have unmanned drones and um, electric vehicles that can go and deliver things right to you. I would go check it out. It's a really cool company. And I believe that they're the future for online shopping and distributing products to consumers. It's a pretty interesting play. 
But that's a satellite play that does not take a huge amount of any client portfolio, even my most aggressive clients. And of course, I'm looking for undervalued sectors and plays I think can be heavy hitters. But I believe at looking at fundamentals and looking at the actual intrinsic value of companies, I don't buy into the fact that putting all your money into a short squeeze play that's trendy right now is a smart move to easily get rich quick. But that being said, it has worked. Shoot, today GameStop has absolutely killed it. But I think this is going to be very short term. The fundamentals are just not there. This company is not intrinsically worth the value that it rose today. It's all smoke and mirrors, and I believe that it's going to fall back down and fall back down quickly. And for those that stayed in too long playing the short squeeze game, they could get really hurt. But I also don't think this is an indicator that the markets are totally in a bubble. As I've said a lot lately, I think it's time to look at rotating sectors and looking at companies and areas that will do well under the new administration. But I still believe that a diversified core and satellite model is the best game in town, and it's proven itself over and over, even through everything crazy that's going on with coronavirus elections, everything. All in all, guys, just be careful of the get-rich-quick schemes. Sure, there's some people out there that made a killing today, but those same people could lose it all tomorrow, and that's just not the way that I like to go about my money and my future. So hey guys, when you're ready to chat about your financial goals, wants, wishes, concerns, whatever that may be, head over to my website at hunterlowry.com. We can chat for 30 minutes or so and just get a good idea of basically two things. The first thing is, do you even want my help? That's obviously the first qualifier for us working together. And the second is, can I even help you? That 30-minute call will definitely help us answer those two questions. So head on over there and get on my calendar. I would love to help you out. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a great rest of your day.